Welcome to We Hear Her. I'm Erin Trenbeth-Murray, and I'm here today with another amazing woman who is sharing her story and insights into life lessons learned. Hi there, I'm Erin Trenbeth-Murray with the We Hear Her podcast for women who succeed. Today, above all days, ladies, I'm sorry if this hurts your feelings, but this is going to be my favorite podcast ever because I get to interview my mentees in Women Who Succeed. These women are absolutely extraordinary. They put me to shame for what I was doing at their age. And I am so proud. I'm kind of tearing up already because I'm just so proud of them for what they are doing, not what they're accomplishing, but for who they are as people. Really loved getting to know them through our monthly meetings and our informal conversations because they are truly stellar, stellar individuals. I can't wait for them to lead the community someday when I'm in my walker. So with that, I'm going to turn it. I have Abby Myers, who's my my um, theater and social work extraordinaire, and Hannah Jeffs, who has done a variety of things and, and has graduates with has two degrees, communications, gender studies, um, and now works for success in education as the regional program manager for Road to Success. And Addie Huff, who um, has, she's a sophomore in college. She just actually was hired by one of our women and women who succeed, Sheridan Mordew with Hip and Humble. Go shop there. Um, she's her executive assistant and um, was also Miss Santaquin. I can't help but throw that in because I, I want to be one of those. I want to be Miss something. <laughs> but I think that day, might, that ship might have sailed. So. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, so much for being here today. How does it feel? Of course. Excited. Yeah. A little nervous, but that's okay. Who's done a podcast before? No, but I've always wanted to. Ooh. Yeah. Well, this, this is, is the full, this is fulfilling a dream. Yes. Yeah, this is the thing. You get the film and you get the audio. So we're hoping that the young women in our mentees, the college-age women and the juniors and seniors in high school, as well, of course, the members um, we'll get to hear the podcast and have some some thoughts. So why don't we just start with just basic, simple, you, where you're from and kind of where where you're at at your place in your life with school or work. Yeah. So um, I was born in Santa Maria, California, moved to southern Utah in Cedar City about the time that I was one, um, was raised there until I moved up here to Salt Lake City for college. Um, and now I'm in my junior year at the University of Utah studying social work with my minor in sociology and a certificate in substance use disorders. Fantastic. So needed, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, you know, for the, the substance disorders piece. For sure. Yeah. And I'm hoping to also do like a little twist on it and work more so with the deaf and hard of hearing. Uh, oh, wow. So it's definitely much more different than most people in my field. Yeah, that's niche. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good. Well, Miss Hannah. Yes, so I just started at Success in Education, and I'm so excited about the opportunity to do what I can with Road to Success and, you know, to get that to more schools and help, you know, implement the program as much as I can. But I worked before this for um, Representative Dunnigan. He was great. I was born and raised in Taylorsville, so it's great to work for the representative of Taylorsville and be really involved with my community and be very involved and be knowledgeable about what's going on around me and to voice my opinion when um, I care about something. I think that's really important for especially young people to know what to do. And yeah, like you said, I graduated from the U in May and it was so, it was such a big opportunity for me and I'm really glad that I uh, was able to go to college and 
fulfill that goal of mine. I like how you said that for young people to find their voice, because I, th I just, when you said that, it struck me, I thought, right, because when you're, you know, 22, um, I'm watching my boys and I kind of think they still feel like the grownups are going to handle, you know, mm -hmm. politics or, you know, what, what that kind of that realm. And I'm like, guess what? Welcome to grown up land. <laughs> you are now a grown up and we need your voice because you're such an important, this is your future. And you really, there's such an important need to hear from, from people in their twenties and exercise their, their vote mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, so 100%. Glad you're involved in the political process. Every, everyone should be. It's very important. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Abby? Yeah. So I am from Santa Quin, Utah. I was adopted originally from Birmingham, Alabama, and I came to Santa Quin as a little baby. And now I am in Salt Lake studying um, psychology at the University of Utah, which has been so amazing. I have loved watching Utah football since I was very, very, very little. So now that I am here going to school, it's kind of like a fangirl moment, almost. Like, <laughs> sometimes I'll, like, see the players and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like it's just like I don't know it's a whole thing do you but your family's favorite speak? player oh girl all of them mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. I can't choose whole team like anyways um but yeah no I'm super excited to be at the University of Utah and I am a huge city girl too so being able to just be in a city and in a very diverse area something mm -hmm. that's always been super important to me um I know we kind of touched on Miss Santa Quinn mm -hmm. so I was crowned in 2020 and that was a very um, impactful time for me, especially during the just huge political unrest at that time with yeah. George Floyd. It was mm -hmm. super hard, especially growing up in Santa Quinn. But that was where I was really able to um, kind of just use my voice, like you talked about, and kind of realize how important it is, especially for young people to exercise their right and to um, just advocate because it's really up to us. And we're getting at that age where if we want to make a difference, we need to go out and do it. So, yeah, that was kind of deep, but Preach. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. Um, and your family's a big University of Utah fans, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. Well, I've got the red pants on. Yes. Or the red. Go yes. so Utes, right? Yes. Well, let me ask Abby and Addie, just growing up in rural communities, Cedar City, Santa mm -hmm. Quinn, was it always a plan for you to go to college? Was there a turning point of you're like, I need to go to college? I feel like it was just something in my family. It was just a given. You know? Yeah, just a given. it was just kind of a given that it was like, you're going to go to school regardless of what it is. I mean, as you said earlier, like theater was my thing. Mm -hmm. so I always thought I was going to go to school for that. Like yeah. originally I was planning on going to the University of Utah to pursue their musical theater degree. Yeah. And then around like junior, senior year of high school, I did a complete 180 and was like, oh, actually, I think I want to do social work. And everybody's kind of just stunned by that because that wasn't like my usual. Like I'd been volunteering since I was little, but it was just kind of out of the blue that they're like, oh, you want to go and do like therapeutical practices. And so um, now that I'm here, it's kind of just surreal, especially because like my hometown college just barely opened up their own social work right? program. So it's kind of like interesting just seeing the opportunities I've had, um, especially like growing up in a rural town. Like I come from a family that didn't really have much. And so it was kind of this whole you need to make a lot of scholarships in order to get where you want to go. Um, so I'm really grateful for those opportunities mm -hmm. so that I am here. Very good. And what about you, Addie? Yeah, so my story is just a little bit different. I did not plan to go to college. All through, like, my education in high school, I wasn't very, like, attached to academics. 
Um, I just kind of didn't have a lot of confidence in my ability to succeed. And with that, it, just confidence in general, right, as me as a person. And I think that really affected um, going through high school. And so when I thought about college, I was like, no, like I, I'm done. Like senior year, I only had two classes and I was really not planning. And it was like January, a um, couple months before I graduate. And I just got this feeling that like I should apply and go to college. So I applied to Westminster and the University of Utah. I know I want, like I knew I wanted to stay pretty close, but I also knew I wanted to go to a city. So that's why that's why I did those two. Um, and yeah, I got accepted into the University of Utah. And even though I applied really late, something that I learned is that life kind of always works itself out, and that everyone's path is different, right? Um, I kind of felt myself like comparing to other people like I should have started the process earlier I should have tried harder in high school but like I think about it and I'm here now doing the best I can and one thing that my mom always told me is once you know better do better and so that's kind of something that I've always taken Ooh, in yeah I love that yeah and that's something that I've definitely taken in um, especially in my college life and so even though um, high school was a very harder time for me and I wasn't sure which path I wanted to go um, that didn't stop me, you know, and I think that when you get that intuition of, oh, I need to go to college, I need to apply for this job, if it feels right, definitely act on it because you never know and it may be uncomfortable, but sometimes it's the best thing. So that was kind of my journey of going to college. It was very last minute and very intuitive, but I have learned so much from it and I am so glad to be here. So well, I'm so yeah. happy that that both of you did that. And you know, Utah, unfortunately, is number one in the country for young women that drop out of college. You two are not going to drop out, right? Not going anywhere. You're going to finish and fight that statistic. Right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, for sure. Or I'll come and hunt you for... down. And I will drag you to class. No, I don't. I'll call you up if I'm like, Erin, I'm, I'm kind of struggling. I'm on the edge. I'm like, well, on yeah, the edge. I'll be on the corner in 10 yeah. minutes. Hey, something uh, to think about. My clients always remind me there's no comfortability in growth and no growth in comfortability. It's kind yes. of like this just reminds me. I yeah. was like pushing yourself through that just so you can like see yourself accomplish these exactly. things. I think that's so cool. Yeah. And I feel like coming from a small town too, kind of a lot of people stay in like a bubble almost. Yeah. And um, lots of people from my high school go to like Snow College and stay very close, which is totally fine, right? Mm -hmm. Like I mentioned earlier, everyone's path is different. But sometimes like it's really the best thing to like branch out. Breakout. Sure. So, well, Hannah, I've got two questions for you yes. because so the first, what I'm curious about is now that you look back on college, mm -hmm. college can be an incredibly anxious time, stress, yes. exams, friends, um, partners, um, papers, just deadlines, just so much. Mm -hmm. Was was there angst or anxiety that was predominant during that time, or did you feel pretty calm you had like the ups and downs and do you have some advice for young women that are in college of how to manage that yeah so I always knew I wanted to go to college because my mom always told me I was the first in my family to go so it was oh, a, first really, gen. a really big deal for for me to do it because my mom always encouraged me to do it so I knew I I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get it done but I did also I really struggled in high school academics was not my thing so what was surprising to me was college was very different from high school. Like I was really interested in what I was learning. Mm -hmm. I then that was very motivating because when you care about what you're learning about and you have really great teachers, it makes the world of difference in, you know, being motivated and going forward. So that were those are two really big factors for me is finding teachers that 
I felt really supported me in my learning. Um, but yeah, during COVID, it was a very interesting time to be going to college because everything went online. Mm. You know, I was at home. Things were just very different. And I think that was a challenge all on its own. But yeah, I don't know. There's um, I, many tools that you can use if you're stressed and with time constraints to have things planned out. You know, always reach out to people at your school, you know, teachers who care, counselors, friends for support, like, you know, someone like yeah. who's going to push you to class. Yeah. Find those people and, um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out always. You know, there are people who want you to succeed and help Not you. Not be isolated. Yeah. So do you think that there's going, now you're transitioning into what I like to call grown up land. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, what is, what is it like? Are there similar anxieties or fears or is it, is it more invigorating and exciting? Like, what's that like to now you're not in school? Yeah. Because I do see, I hear and do see from our mentees and from my own boys, there's struggles with like, oh, I've graduated um, and now I'm, now I'm on my own. Like I'm grown up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's the same thing. Like doing stuff that you care about will always be a good motivator and find something that you're passionate to do. Um, Cause that will always help push you forward when you're struggling. Something for me, I, I struggle with like scheduling and time and like staying focused. So mm -hmm. like learning how to separate my time and take breaks in a manner that's still productive. Like that's something I'm still working on and probably I'll be working on it for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, so just I think knowing that helps me because I I know it's a something I need to work on um, and I can seek help if I want to in regards to that. But yeah, being grown up world is it's a motivator to have a paycheck too because in high in college you're right. not getting a paycheck you're stressed out but you're paying them money yeah. to be stressed yes. out <laughs> so having it the other way is a good you know motivator too to say you know and you yeah. know having people who are relying on you is something that motivates me too like i don't want to let people down mm. and so i think finding your own ways that motivate you is important in you know helping you succeed right what um do you think is something that has been a big win for you in the past year or two and it doesn't have to be tied to school something that's just filled your cup that you have been really proud of yourself like i did that that was me i did that i think for me it's not necessarily it's like a lesson within that i learned of boundaries like mm -hmm. coming to college really taught me boundaries with like myself and friends because figuring out like that whole for me like college was so hard to figure out friends right because mm -hmm. you're coming to a whole new city and it's it's super hard but I really learned a lot about myself this past year and boundaries was at the top of that and I'm just really proud of myself because I feel like it's um been able to help me kind of find out really what I want and who I want in my life and it's really just been able to be like a huge motivator for me and that's be a big, there for that's me. a big lesson. Yeah, that's a bit that's a it's a tough one though. It's a it's a tough one. What about you, Hannah? I think well, I just go back to graduating college. That was a really big yeah. thing for me this year. Um and along with that, after graduating, me and my friends did a graduation trip and that's something I had been looking forward to for a long time. So it was good to reward myself in that way because traveling's important to me. And um, I think that motivated me too, because it was like a big 
cross the finish line celebration kind of thing. Well, you're doing it on your yeah. own. Yeah. You yeah. are, you know, you're calling the Uber, you're leaving the airport, you're got, managing your money. Like that's, yeah. you know, no one's doing this for you anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's big. I love mm-hmm. that. Another big win. Miss Abby. For me, uh, probably be one of my best friends and I writing and releasing our own musical. It was amazing. It was, it was so great. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it was just kind of, it was a surreal moment for us. I mean, we released it on the day that we had joked about it a year prior. Like I know October 14th of 2021, I remember sitting on my bed, um, and she and I were just texting and we were like, oh my gosh, we should like, just like cover this song. Cause we used to just like sit down at a piano and just sing with one another. Just cause that's what mm-hmm. we grew up with was music and theater together. And so, you know, she's in Cedar city, I'm in Salt Lake and we're just joking. And she's like, screw it. Let's just write a song. And she's like, actually let's write an album. And we were like, let's go platinum. Like just all these jokes. And then she came up two weeks later so we could go to a concert together. And then we were also, um, playing as extras in a movie at the time as well together. And so she came up and just crashed with me. And I was like, hey, this is like a song I've been like just, you know, working on. Like, maybe we write something. So we stayed up till 2 a.m. and wrote our first song, which is first and last, the first song on our actual EP. And we just were like, oh, wow, can't believe we did that. And so, you know, months later, we had an entire EP thrown together. And we were like, what if we actually recorded it and released it? So she somehow found a person in her class that knows how to record music. And he was like, I got you guys for free. And we're like, no, for real. And he was like, no worries. It's on me. And so I went down right like the week before this first semester started and we recorded. He mixed and mastered it for us, got it back. And then October 14th of this year, we released it. And it was just so weird because we were like, I can't believe we actually did this because it was all a joke at first. And it was just a huge moment for us. I love that. I hope that as you three go forward, that you will pause and recognize you know, when you have those big wins, because there's going to be, there's definitely going to be some failures and some pivots and some challenges and obstacles. And, um, but feeding yourself and reminding yourself and recognizing when you've done great work and you've done something that you feel so good and proud of either the process or the end result, the end result might not turn out how you want it, but you really enjoyed that, that journey or that process, just recognize and celebrate that. Mm-hmm. So easy yeah. to forget those. It is. Wins. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember when you were getting ready for the Miss Utah pageant and you and I were texting a little bit back and forth and the, I mean, that is pressure. Yes. I mean, that is, that is pressure. And you had texted me and my heart ached for you. And I was worried about, I didn't know you that well then, but I knew you were coming into college. You were going to be moving up here again. Mm-hmm. You were going into this pageant where you're going to be critiqued on stage and you were like i'm just i'm having a little bit of a meltdown here it was yeah how did you talk yourself off that ledge yeah well one thing that you said to me that really helped was give yourself grace Mm -hmm. and i really took that to heart Mm -hmm. and i think that we forget sometimes to give ourselves grace you Mm -hmm. know i remember after you texted me that i took a deep breath and i said that affirmation to me because it really just hit home and I think that life is so busy and we have such high expectations of ourselves and it's so easy to forget and so like that honestly helped me and I gave that advice to my friend a few months later I don't even remember what she was stressing out about it was a couple of weeks ago and I told her give yourself grace because that is honestly like 
the key to kind of calm yourself down. And so I was able to give myself that grace and take a deep breath and just kind of step back. And it really, I had no idea. I had no idea. That makes me so, so happy. It makes me so happy that, that you um, felt what I was trying to convey, you know, through a text and you didn't even know me. It just tells, just reinforces what, how open you are to people, all three of you. That's why I think we um, bonded so quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, it would have been a lot different if one of the three or four of us was a more closed person Mm -hmm. or protective or defensive or not really into why we're doing this. I have always felt that the three of you really wanted to lift each other, really wanted to learn from one another, and were very open to allowing me, you know, as an older woman, (laughs) to try to make things a little easier for you. Yeah, I think it's so important too, as you get older, to be open-minded to people and experiences, because mm-hmm. it's kind of really what bonds everyone together. Right, sure. the diverse thought, yeah. diverse perspective. Right. Well, let me ask you for our last little question. I want to ask you if there was some advice that you could give a sophomore and junior in high school, something that you thought maybe was so important back then and, and really isn't, or maybe something that was really important and really is. Like, is there some advice or guidance that you could give to a young girl that's that's a sophomore or junior in high school and not quite made the leap yet. I think I would just say that a lot of times in high school, things aren't as deep as they seem, right? Like little small things tend to kind of get built up in high school, especially with friends and boys. I feel like those are very like heightened when you're in high school. And something that I really noticed when I graduated is majority of the friend groups that were in high school kind of like fell apart almost and people went on to college and made awesome new friendships and I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that when you're in high school things may seem like it's going to set up for the rest of your life right the friends you have in high school um that's awesome if they're like amazing friends but I think that to be open-minded that there's so much more after high school Mm. and that those like small little things even though they seem really really big um Sometimes just to remind yourself that there's there's so much more after. There's going to be more. Yeah. Abby? Enjoy life. Um, I took Psychology 1010 in high school, and you learn about fight or flight mm-hmm. um, in that class. And I learned that a person that is in, like, flight mode or when they shut down, their body really can only shut down for, like, about 15 minutes, you know. And when they're in fights, the same thing. You know, your body can't really hold off for that long before it starts to kind of just revert back to normal, even though you might feel like you're still in that mode. Um, So I always tell people 15 minutes of fear for a lifetime of joy. And that's how I try to live by, you know, I'm like this one moment might terrify me, but I know if I get through that 15 minutes that afterwards I'm going to have so much more joy because I'm not going to regret that I didn't just make the jump. So I think just go for it, whatever it takes to make yourself happy. It's worth it. Mm, Excellent. Yeah, I'd say something similar too. Like, it's always important to open doors. Even if the doors don't go anywhere, the next one will open. And even if you're scared or uncomfortable, it's important to do things that maybe make you uncomfortable because you never know what's going to come of it. You never know who you're going to meet. And you might find things that you really love through that. And um, to never be afraid to keep opening doors and to take opportunities as they come to you. And also to really value your time, especially when you're young with your friends, with your family. Because time just flies after. As soon as 
as you get older, time just starts flying. So, so true. Really, <laughs> value those times of freedom and not having to, uh, you know, work all the time or with your pets or with your yeah. parents because, yeah, that time's limited. So really value that time. Oh, well, ladies, thank you so much. So much, so much wisdom in <laughs> such young ages. And you're just um, fresh and light and determined and bold. And I'm so privileged, so privileged to get to be your mentor. So with that, um, thank you for joining us for the We Hear Her podcast for women who succeed. My amazing, smart, beautiful, capable mentees. It was so great to have them here today. And I hope you join us again. I'm Erin Trenbeth Murray, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for taking the time to hear her. Join our efforts and learn more about Women Who Succeed at womenwhosucceed.org. A big thank you to our sponsor, the Clark and Christine Ivory Foundation.